looking to, to mentor under someone. I interviewed a couple of guys and um, they were charging a lot of money and, and I was just starting out, you know, so it's like 15,000. I think one guy oh, yeah. told me $2,000 oh, yeah. a month and oh, wow. he would always post about his really lavish lifestyle. And I'm like, so basically I'm paying for your lavish yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. You, you Are you really those, doing though? deals or are you just? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Smartest Real Estate Investor Podcast. We're your hosts, Marcus. And Jaquita MacArthur. And today we have a very special guest with us, someone from our own backyard. Um, she's doing big things. She's killing it from what we've seen. Um, we first, um, you know, kind of caught when this individual <laughs> back in 2016 when she started. We started looking that she was uh, working with somebody that, you know, we kind of worked with just a little bit. Um, and then from there, we just seen her getting... Speaking on panels, there's a lot of trainings and stuff that she's going through. Uh, some things that, you know, some training and stuff we've been interested in going uh, going to now, going from wholesaling to, uh, to just today, I saw that uh, she was doing some long-term holes, looking for that long-term wealth building uh, through Airbnbs. Um, just a pleasure to have her. Yeah, just consistently leveling up. Um boss chick so we're excited to have her on excited for her to tell a story um so go ahead yeah let's welcome Gloria gutierrez thank you thank you thank you for having me yeah oh so before we like get started get started happy birthday and we oh, appreciate you. you joining us on your birthday carving out a little time for us that's that's well, special we we're gonna do like a big celebration today so i said yeah let's go ahead and do it because we'll celebrate on the weekend anyway yay <laughs> everybody's working so you know yeah well thank you thank you like Marcus mentioned thank you for spending your birthday with us that's special yeah, thank, thank you. you but you know to get started we just want to hear a little bit about your background like i said you know you got started in 2016 but what what led you <laughs> to start investing in real estate in the first place well, um, honestly, I, I have had so many different jobs. I mean, I've worked in healthcare. Um, I've worked uh, for the city. Um, I did real estate, uh, regular retail real estate. Um, I did it for the city. And then I moved to Colorado for three years briefly. And when nice. I came back, I was kind of like, what should I, what should I do? Um, and honestly, I never really was happy in any of the jobs that I had because I, I didn't like that. I never had any control of my time. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. so I, um, my husband actually was the one that, that was talking about, you know, wholesaling. And I was like, no, I want to be a flipper, but, um, I didn't really exactly know how to get into it. And then I got lucky because I got fired um, from my from my job that I had. I was I was literally thinking um, of of starting to market on a on a larger scale, <clears throat> but me getting fired um, kind of was like it's either um, sink or swim for me. Yeah, you know, because yeah. I didn't yeah. want to go back to a regular nine to five. And I actually went around and I interviewed different people that I knew were doing what I wanted to do. Um, and I ended up, you know, with Curtis and Ryan first, and that's how I got started. Um, I got my first deal actually 
two weeks after I started with them because, um, and I was, I was actually competing with AC Ramos. I don't know if you know him. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. And I didn't know him back then. I just knew of him. I knew that he was a big fish. Yeah. And, um, I didn't know I was competing with him, but I saw a deal that came through Craigslist actually. So I, I, I didn't spend any marketing money on there. Um, but I saw a deal that came in through Craigslist and I called the lady and she was, you know, she was selling a house that had fire damage. And I said, Hey, I'm really interested in your property. Can I come look at it? Cause back then I was walking every property mm-hmm. and she's like, well, I have somebody coming in uh, tomorrow at, at nine. I said, well, I'll be there at eight. Yeah. And she kind of freaked out a little bit. <laughs> I, I knew that I had to, you know, be the first one there. And Definitely. so, so, uh, I actually didn't even go to the property. I kind of looked at the numbers cause I have a real estate license and I kind of looked at the numbers and said, I mean, numbers online, I didn't exactly know what I should get it for, but what she was asking me sounded reasonable. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I said, Hey, I'm good. Like I'm going to send you the contract right now. And then tomorrow I'm just going to walk it to confirm. And she kind of freaked out a little bit, like, oh my God, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so I sent her the contract and she said, okay, I'm going to talk to my husband. And like 20 minutes later, she hadn't signed it. So I called her and I said, hey, I just want to make sure that we're still good. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. And she did, she signed it. And I went the next day to walk it and I got, that was my first deal. And then like a week later, AC reached out to me and said, hey, he goes, you know, you beat my guy that deal. <laughs> that was our deal. And he and then he was like, hey, if you ever want to come work for me, you know, doing acquisitions, you know, I would love to, you know, sit down and talk with you. Um, and that's how I got my first deal. Nice, nice. Nice. That is amazing to know that you competed with AC that early yeah, in straight your away. career Jeez. and you beat him out. Yeah. I mean, that just goes to show like <laughs> First, the first one, um, what is it? First to market? Yep. <laughs> yes. First to market, yeah. first to dollar. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> so yeah. tell me, um, as a woman in real estate, as a woman um, that also has a license and in investing, tell me a little bit more about your experience being a woman as well as a minority in real estate, some of the opportunities you've, uh, you've had and some of the challenges you've faced. I probably feel like I have faced more challenges, um, on the investment side, um, because when you're negotiating with actually the more challenging is when you're negotiating with the buyers, not really the sellers, because they see you and they think she probably doesn't know what she's doing. She probably doesn't know her numbers or, you know, how can you calculate repairs? And in the beginning, that was kind of like, uh, you know, how do I calculate repairs? Yeah. Um, But I would take Ryan with me or Curtis with me and they would Mm -hmm. be like, and and Curtis, you know, he's the one that's doing a lot of rehabs and he would tell me, well, if a property is down to the studs back then, you're going to calculate $50 a square foot. And so that kind of gave me an idea. And then he was like, okay, well, if it just needs cosmetic, you know, he would tell me how much to calculate. And that's kind of how I started. But um, that really was more the challenge for me when I started was with the buyers, because they would always try to lowball you. Um, 
but I've got a poker face and they would, they could never really tell <laughs> yes, yes. if I was like serious or not. And it's kind of been a, a benefit for me, actually, even, even Curtis today is like, looks at me and he's like, are you serious? Or <laughs> like, yeah. yes. I can, I can agree with that. And my experience has actually been very similar um, when it comes to invest, investing, the investing side of real estate versus um, the realtor side. Um, it is, I can say a little bit more challenging on the investing side than it is realtor side, because like you said, um, buyers as well as sellers are a little bit, they like to challenge you a little bit more being a, a woman coming into the situation, competing with, uh, predominantly males, um, in the industry on the investing side. But as a realtor, you know, women are actually, you know, predominantly more in on the realtor side, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 So we talked a little bit about, you know, knowing your numbers and uh, working with different people in order to just elevate how much you know about real estate. So let's kind of dive into like your opinion on the importance of training mastermind as it relates to just staying current within the market and maybe share uh, some experiences of certain trainings that you've had. Yeah, um, I didn't. I was lucky because with Curtis and Ryan, I, I didn't have to pay for, for training. Mm -hmm. I already had a really solid foundation with a retail real estate. I had been doing it for years, um, but the investment side is completely different. Um, so I, I kind of hesitated because I actually, when I was looking to, to mentor under someone, I interviewed a couple of guys and um, they were charging a lot of money. And, and I was just starting out, you know, so it's like 15,000. I think one guy oh, yeah. told me $2,000 oh, yeah. $2, a month oh, and wow. he would always post about his really lavish lifestyle. And I'm like, so basically I'm paying for your lavish yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. You're, you're Are you really yeah, doing so. deals or are you just. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so I was really hesitant to, to pay for mentorship. I, I know a lot of people are, Yeah. um, but I had this guy that I had seen that I was like, wow, he's a young guy and, and he's really doing a really good job and he's, he's killing it. And he would do mentorships or he called them back then hot seats. Mm -hmm. And he, I put him on my vision board nice. and I said, I would, I would like to go to one of his events. And it was weird. Cause that was in January. And, um, I saw that he was actually going to have an event and I called him and, uh, he, um, he was the very first one that we did. And, and, uh, I have to say that I credit him for all of the growth that we had. That's amazing. That's His mentorship amazing. Nice. was 20K back then, mm -hmm. um, but it was 100% worth it. We made it back almost immediately. Wow. That's amazing um, to say that you were a little bit apprehensive about paying for mentorship and you end up paying, I would say, a significant amount and yeah. to say it paid off almost immediately and, you know, it paid off significantly yeah. is amazing yeah. and that just attests to the training that you received and the dedication that you put into it so good exactly <laughs> great job there yeah. good job. We, we have seen uh you know people go through training even like because you know we've done a lot of different things and it's all about the work that you put in right so you right. can go to a, yeah. a training or a conference and learn the most amazing things but you know if you're going to go out there and give up after your first it's the first time someone hangs up in your face. I mean, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, that... it wasn't worth it. <laughs> well, actually, that back then it was like we had just bought a house that we were going to flip. And it was either use that money to flip that house or use that money to pay for this mentorship. Yeah. And we literally were, you know, we, we figured, Hey, you know what, let's just sell the house. Let's put it on the retail market mm-hmm. and let's go to the mentorship instead, because we really wanted to scale the business on a bigger level. And yeah, it, I don't, I don't regret that wow. at all. It was definitely wow. the right decision. that's that's truly an investor mindset and taking risk and also that shows your experience that uh speaks to your level of experience as on the realtor side as well Mm -hmm. being willing and having the knowledge to be able to put that house on the market versus okay let's wait go through the process of flipping and then having the wait to take the actual um you know the training course so yeah Yeah. that that was great that's awesome yeah especially when there were no guarantees right right yeah (laughs) yeah so um and as part of like that training because like i said we've been talking for a very long time and i saw you i literally saw you start to build the team with my own eyes so um kind of this i just wanted to talk for a second about like your thoughts um on the importance of building a team uh an effective team uh you know keeping them motivated um And, you know, the effect that that has on your business as a whole. I think this is a great time to talk about that because you just told us about the story about how you and your team went into the training and they trusted you enough to say to make that decision on flipping that home versus taking the training. And so, yeah, this is a great time to talk about. Let's talk about team. Your team is everything um, when it comes to the level that we're operating. If your team is not producing, then you're not going to get any deals, you know, Mm -hmm. um, because what I, what I do actually, I've actually, um, we had a really great team when we first started. And this was when I had a partner in the beginning, it was just me doing everything acquisitions, dispo and everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, but then we scaled to a team when I had a partner and we got really lucky. We actually had this, this girl that was a beast. Um, she was, we, she literally carried our team, uh, wow. every single deal. She brought it in. Um, we went from like two to three deals a month to all of a sudden we had like 10 to 12 deals on the board. Wow. <laughs> and she was a beast. Um, so not everybody can, can be a, a really good acquisitions agent. Um, I mean, and I learned Mm -hmm. that by trial and error, you know, everybody wants to, it's not easy. It's not easy money. Mm -hmm. It is, but it isn't, you know, um, because your acquisitions team is, is so important as well, well as the dispo team. Um, but we went through a lot of people, they said the right thing, but when it was, when it was time to produce, they wouldn't produce, they Mm -hmm. were distracted. They were looking at crypto while they're supposed to be, you know, um, locking up deals and stuff. Um, But I started using different tools like WiseHire has a disk test. And it's kind of tricky because the D and the I are important. Mm -hmm. Um, The decision making is important. You you want somebody that's going to be decisive. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that kind of helped us kind of gauge what kind of person would would fit with our, with what we were trying to accomplish. 
Um, and then later on, we also use the predictive index. Um, and that would tell us like what management style that person would be, how we were able to better manage the person um, and what kind of, and would they be a good fit for the role that we were looking for? So, so yeah, so really honestly using those two tools combined really helped us to figure out which personality would fit best for, for what we were looking for. Right. So I was going to so, yeah, ask that like, your team is everything. Yeah. I was going to ask, was it a personality test? Because it kind of brought me back to like corporate America where they do like, like some people call it colors where like you yeah. answer certain questions and we can tell like, you know, whether you're an introvert or extrovert or if you're like a critical thinker and it's a lot of yeah. stuff coming out. Of that. It's interesting that you're using a program like that to make your hiring decisions. Yeah. It makes sense, but I, I feel like you're not going to find that in most real estate organizations, right? I yeah. Well, the predictive index, um, I'm an introvert myself. I really am. Um, but when it comes to like, I don't like to speak in large groups. I just mm. like, don't put me on stage. Cause I, <laughs> I will literally get stage fright and, and, and I don't do well in like a group. I don't like, I just can't, you know? Yeah. Wow. Um, but when it comes to talking to sellers directly one-on-one, -on -one, I'm good. Mm -hmm. um, or with, you know, other people I'm good. Um, so I'm, I'm okay with an introvert as long as they can do what they need to do. Right. But yeah, yeah, we have to gauge their, their personality with those two tools. Wow. Gotcha. Nice. Nice. That's, that's, that's interesting really that cool. you said that about the large crowds and stuff. Cause you've been on like panels and speaking and stuff. That's interesting. I to mean, hear. One time I did get on a panel, but I had to take a couple shots before I got on the stage. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I mean, do what it takes, right? Yeah, I've, I've done yeah. that before going into some networking events before because I, like yeah. you, like I'm I'm terrified of large crowds yeah. and speaking in front of people. Jaquita, she can do it at the drop of a dime, but me, I need I need some sort of motivation. I mean, yeah, you, you wouldn't yeah. be able to tell by the time. I podcast. need to just kind of unwind a little bit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it sounds like you built the dream team there um, by utilizing yeah. those tools, and I think that is amazing. Um, so let's talk about your experience in the past with making a decision to actually split some of the partnerships that you were involved in um, and – what was the outcome and what led to it and um, what did you find was best for you as well as, you know, the collective? You know, honestly, a partnership is a marriage. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, if you don't have a good marriage, it's not going to work. Yeah. yeah. Partnership. Um, I would say, I honestly, my I'm going to be honest. I would never partner again ever. Oh, um, mm -hmm. because, because it just doesn't work out for me. It hasn't worked out. Yeah. Um, right. I am more, I am a decision maker. I am, a on the predictive index index, they call me a strategist, which I, I want to, um, I guess I want to be in control and, um, I know what I want. I know how I'm going to get there. Um, and two alpha females, that's tough. I yeah. think it can work because I see other, other teams that are two alpha females. Um, but sometimes you have other things that are like, um, if they're not on the same page, it's, yeah. it's just, it's just not going to work. 
Yeah. Right. And yeah. in my case, um, it hasn't. Um, I learned, I, I started out independently. I never approached anybody to, to say, Hey, you want to be my partner? Yeah. yeah. Um, and that, I, honestly, I think the partnership kind of took me off path. It took me off my, uh, off of what I was trying to do. Um, and it, it kind of set me, it, it did, but it didn't set me back because I should have been able to get there on my own yeah. and mm-hmm. we split and we split responsibilities so when we did it was like crap now i gotta do stuff that we're doing even though i was already doing a lot um my my acquisition skills had slightly weakened because mm-hmm. i gave that to somebody else because that's what they wanted to do even though that's what i was really really good at you know right 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 but, um, so that kind of, I had, I did have to kind of start over and say, okay, I got to retrain to take over acquisitions. But honestly, one of our struggles when we, when I wasn't doing acquisitions with a partner was that some of our agents never knew what to offer. And even after a year, they were still saying, well, what should we offer? And I'm like, you should know what to offer after a year. Right. So I personally trained all of my acquisitions agents and they rarely have to ask me how much should I offer. So that sharpened that skill back. Mm-hmm. And and I trained my team so well that, you know, wherever it was that they were lacking training because I wasn't doing acquisitions, right. that that kind of fine-tuned. Yeah. So right. it was it was a positive, you know? Yeah. And um learning to delegate because I when you run a business on this scale, you cannot do everything. There's no way Absolutely. you're going to get run down mm. to the ground. Oh, right. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I have zero problems delegating. You know, some people are like super controlling and mm-hmm. and they can't delegate, but I have zero problems. I'm like, hey, can you can you do this? You know, and and you do that and I'm going to do this, you know. So so, yeah, so that the benefit of not having a partner anymore is that, that now I make all the decisions. And another thing that was good that came out of not having a partner anymore is that I saw a lot of really good deals come through, through uh, my desk and I would see them and I'm like, why are we selling this deal? This is a really good deal. Why aren't we keeping this deal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, you don't get to make that decision on your own when you have a partner. Right. Yeah. If yeah. that partner is strictly just wanting to, to sell everything yeah. yep. for a, a quick, a quick dime, you know? So it's like, now I have that, that freedom to be like, I'm not selling this deal. This is a good deal. Right. Yeah. I can't keep everything. Um, but when one is like, this is a, a slam dunk, when you analyze it, mm-hmm. I, I get to make the decision to keep it. Now I don't have to dispo everything that, that I get. Yeah. Yeah. You, you empowered yourself again by, you know, splitting and taking the power back. Um, so yeah. that, I mean, partnerships work for some people, Partnerships yep. don't work for others, and and that's okay. That's why we're in this business. We are able to choose yeah. what works and yeah. what doesn't work for us. Correct. So yeah. Yeah, we definitely gone through a similar um, experience in yeah. our own business um, with having to make the decision to split, and it's it's rough. It it is tough. It you know, is. once you get to that point where you're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna part ways. Um, but, you know, in order to, you know, get that sense of fulfillment for yourself and the sense of control and then kind of go back to why you started to do this anyway, sometimes that split is absolutely necessary. Yeah. And um, I, I can say the yeah. the starting over part for me, um, it was actually more of an emotional 
yeah, yeah. It, it was more more yeah. of an emotional journey trying to you know find yeah <laughs> find out how, how am I gonna work this now now that that partnership does no longer exist and then you know how to actually manage my feelings and manage whatever my partner is now now has going on so mm-hmm. well my ex-partner now has going on so yeah, yeah it, it it was very it was very tough to split that partnership but for me the there the, it was always going to be a split it was never going to be like a partnership forever Gotcha. Uh, in my mind, there was always going to be a point where we've accomplished as much as we can accomplish together. And now I have other things that I want to accomplish. Yeah. So that was a clear understanding from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess it was kind of abrupt. It wasn't at the time that I thought it was going to happen. And more of the emotional, like you said, the emotional aftermath of it. Yeah. Um, where you're spending so much time with this person and all of a sudden, um, they're no longer there, you yeah. know, so that, that was tough. That speaks to the communication side because Marcus and I said, we learned so many, um, things from communication. Um, we talked about it on the first podcast with our first partnership. We learned so much on the communication side. You said that going into that partnership, you knew that it wasn't going to be permanent forever. Um, you knew that you guys are going to split at some point. So I'm sure you talked about what the split looked like, but probably didn't even think to talk about at what point are we going to split this thing up. And so, um, you know, I'm sure, you know, that was a learning for, for you. Uh, you for said, sure. you, yeah, you said you'll never partner again, but I'm sure if you ever did and it wasn't a permanent one, like, Let's talk about what this looks like. Let's talk about what the timeline looks like. Let's talk about, you know, at what point are we going to actually split this thing up? So, yep, yeah. What the roles for everyone would be. Right. Yeah. 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 So, um, so I saw like today um, you were going more into like long term thing um, like Airbnb. Uh, so what's so like since I've known you've been doing wholesaling and a few like flips and stuff like that, but. What's mo- motivating the long-term uh, decision to, to hold on to these things longer? Well, what's motivating me is that I'm getting older gotcha. <laughs> and um, I don't want to exactly, um, I don't want to be tied to always um, wholesaling Yep. Um, and I have to have a backup plan for retirement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's really more where I'm headed as far as like, um, I have to start planning for more long-term. Yeah. More hands-off and not always just always active. Yep. Yeah. More yeah. passive. Yeah. I, I can understand. I that. asked that question because we're at that point as well. We're so, I, I don't know if you remember, but I sent you that message a while ago about getting into uh hard money lending and that's where yeah. we're headed. Um, because like the, you know, the day-to-day grind and what well, we like flips, I don't think we'll ever stop like compete completely, but we're yeah. most certainly getting into a long-term wealth building strategies now. Yeah. yeah. We, we didn't want to, this, this can be a grind for sure. And you're yeah. like, man, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to do this grind for yep. the rest of my life? No. Right. You so quit the nine to five and next thing you know, you're working 24 seven. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. So, so. Uh, Marcus, I know you and Marcus talk a little bit more on social media and everything. So tell me a little bit more about you, Gloria. What do you like to do? Tell me about, like, what do you like to do? Travel? Tell me about your kids, your family. Yeah. Give me a little bit more a, about Gloria before we a end grad coming up. Congratulations on that. 
Thank you so much. I, that's my last baby at home. So that one's going to, that one's a little more emotional for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, for my family is very, very important to me. Um, I have three sisters. They're all younger than me and we're all really close. We're, we're almost best friends, you know? Aww. So what, what motivates me is traveling. I love traveling. Oh, yeah. um, yep. I just want to be traveling. That's all I want to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I, I scroll on social media, um, a lot and I, I'm, I'm a part of a lot of travel groups and all I see is these memes like, um, you know, I, I should be here and, uh, stand between my toes and I should have a cold drink in my hand. And I mean, yes. I, I am always motivated by travel myself. I yeah. love to travel. Well, Mark is not love to travel. So yeah. yeah, I wasn't as at first, you know, I was, I was scared to get out there and experience different things because, you know, I was, I, I got so used to being in my own bubble, but after a few trips, I'm like, when's the next one? We're going. Yeah, even even <laughs> We're now the kids, if it's been too long, they're like, what is up? Like, <laughs> where, where are yeah. we going? What's yeah. next? So yeah. And definitely understand yeah. that. So, yeah, like Marcus said, big congratulations on, you know, your graduate coming up. That's exciting. We had our son graduate um, two years ago. He's in his second year of college. So, and Lord, we, oh, have okay. a, we have our second one going to high school this year. It's crazy to even think about. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah that's my baby. That's my last one. I have two boys that are older. And uh, this is my girl, so oh, my I know I'm goodness. gonna have a hard time. Um, I'm gonna have a hard time, but it's gonna, she has to fly on her own, you know. Aww. And she she kind of has um, she's very strong willed, kind of like me. Mm-hmm. So um, I know she's gonna be good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's yeah, incredible. When you know you you've done your job, you can just sit back and relax. I mean, it doesn't stop the emotional part. Yep. But you can sit back and yeah. relax a little bit and let <laughs> let them fly on their own. So yeah. Yep. I put those pictures together on Instagram uh, of when she was a baby to how she is now, and I literally was like teary eyed, and my daughter was like, "God, mm. mom, are you really crying right now?" And I'm like, um, yeah. "Yeah, you're my." You're my last one. Yes, yeah. and then the only girl too. So yeah, yeah I can only imagine yeah. that's very emotional, very touching. Yes. Yeah, have, have your moment. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we get to have our moments <laughs> as, as parents too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Gloria, it has been a pleasure speaking with you. Uh, it's great that we did this. It's actually quite nice. You know, like we've been, like I said, talking on on social media. It's we never we've never even met in person before. So uh, it's been great, yeah. uh, you know, to finally yeah. speak with you, uh, hear your voice, um, get to know you a little bit more in your background. Um, so just for our audience, if somebody wants to contact you or reach out to you uh, to get to know more uh, about you, uh, how can they reach you? What's the best way? They can probably find me on on Instagram. Uh uh, I don't post, I do post on Facebook, but not really, mm-hmm. uh, off and on, but mostly Instagram is where, where I post stuff about work, mostly, uh, some stuff about, you know, what we do and, and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, Gigi buys houses on, uh, on Instagram. Nice. 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 Fantastic. Well, folks, that was Gloria Gutierrez. Told you she was she's a rock star as you can see. Yes, um, boss a lot of killing the game. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good nuggets in that one. Um, 
pretty sure you guys are going to hit the rewind button a few times. So thanks for joining us. We'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace. Thank you. <laughs>